Welcome back to the Nerdy Point of View podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Penaloza. With me today is the legend of Carrie, Carrie Penaloza. Bonjour, comment ça va? This is because we were talking Canadian bullshit before the show. Maybe. Yeah, no, I'm not stupid. I, I know what's up. <laughs> With us today, we also have Lamar, real monster. In- <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Brian, you better be glad that love is an open door. Because that was terrible. Oh. That was terrible, Brian. But thank you. Hello, everybody. I'm Lamar. I'm here to talk with Penaloses. <laughs> you seem so unenthused with that introduction. <laughs> I didn't know. Because it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I wasn't ready for what it is. So, <laughs> congrats, Brian. Hey, I fail upwards every single day. <laughs> you know, slow, slow clap, sir. Slow clap. All right. Well, today, you know, we, we've been arguing a lot and <laughs> with so much negativity in the world and with the COVIDs just making everybody sad, sad peoples. Um, you know, we we thought today we should talk about Nickelodeon. Um, and it won't necessarily be like all the bright, shiny points of Nickelodeon's history. We're talking mostly like 90s, kind of early 2000s Nickelodeon. Nothing nothing super duper recent, I would say. I, I think some of the shows maybe are. But, you know, just kind of our memories of Nickelodeon. It, it was such a great channel growing up. And boy, did I spend a lot of time watching it, which is probably why I'm such a failure of a human being. Uh, learned all my lessons from cartoons and, and kid game shows. But... Um, <laughs> I want to open up the floor of both of you first. Um, kind of like what's what are some of your fond memories of Nickelodeon? Like some of the shows and, and stuff that you used to watch. Uh, well, here's the thing with me. Uh, I don't know if the shows that kind of are on Nickelodeon, if I watched them on Nickelodeon because Canadian. Um, so it, it could have been on like YTV. It could have been on a series of things. Um, my, my question is, why not TV? There we go. There we go. Uh, Brian, I, you're I fired. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess I'll jump in. Um, when I think Nickelodeon, uh, there's so many shows that just warms my heart. And all, overall, it's a, it's a really weird network because it's not quite a cartoon network, but it's also not a live action network. And in the nineties, they had like a studio that was like a, an amusement park that everyone wanted to go to. Oh, in Orlando. Yeah. It, it, no, it no longer exists, but, um, no, but that's how they always ended. It was like filmed in front of a live studio audience in yeah. Universal Studios. <laughs> or, uh, no, in uh, Orlando, Florida. Or, yeah. I just, our, I've always wanted to know yeah. what slime felt like and shit. Who doesn't? I still right? want to know. <laughs> Cause everyone says, Oh, it feels like, like warm gack. I'm like, Oh, that, Sounds terrible. Mm. Now I have to ask, Carrie. You, you're familiar with the slime, right? I am. Um, I know the show that you guys are talking about, and also Canadian TV, YTV had their own version of it, and I'm trying to find the name of it right now. What but you do? what's that? It, there, there was so there was a few shows that used GAC primarily. It was What Would You Do with Mark Summers. No, that was uh, Double Dare with Mark Summers. Nope, he did both. Oh, Oh. you're right. He He did did both. 
He double dips. So what did you do was basically <laughs> just asking like random audience member, hey, do you want to play a game? Yeah. Well, what would you do for for a, a puppy? <laughs> would you get slimed in front of everybody? And then double dare was, I'm going to ask you a basic question. You're not going to be able to answer it. We just need to pad the time. And then go up this nose full of whipped cream and find the flag. Okay, but let's be honest. Who didn't want to run the double dare course as a kid? Oh, oh I, I totally did. Oh, of course. I still want to. I do too, but there is a oh. documentary on YouTube about the nightmare of actually running that bloody show. Apparently, <laughs> apparently trying to... Um, what was I saying? I got distracted. It no, was no. a nightmare running the show. So, yes, apparently. So, you know how there was like slime and gack and whipped cream and all that shit that's everywhere? Well, there's two issues. One, that was all happening on top of like wrestling mats and stuff like that. <laughs> so, number one, it's slippery. If you've ever worn a workout mats or gymnastic mats, wrestling mats, even sweat makes those bits slippery as hell. So apparently all that gack and all that whipped cream and all that stuff made them slippery. So people were falling all over the place, busting their knees and their ankles. Number two, it would soak into the mats over time. Mm. And studio lights are hot. So it would bake it in. And apparently one season, uh, the guys tearing down the set decided that instead of wiping and cleaning off the mats before putting in storage for the season they're just going to roll it up as is oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> so the next season when they unraveled the mat apparently people were gagging for the first three recordings <laughs> uh, but yeah that's my favorite thing about Double Dare now as an adult is just knowing the things I wanted to do as a child was dangerous and evil. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. And that's why I don't want to film the show. I just want to run the obstacle course. Fuck oh, yes. And the name of the Canadian version was called Uh-Oh. Uh-Oh. I finally found it. Uh-Oh. Oh, my God. Uh-Oh. Why? That's such a terrible name for a show. Oh, they thought Not it was for a Canadian. You know, they're probably just like, shit, man, we forgot a name for the TV show. And the guy's like, uh-oh. He's like, yes. That's I'll it. Print it. It's uh-oh. <laughs> hey, let's oh. just be glad you didn't say, ah, fuck. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm not your guy, friend. <laughs> um, oh. The one I really wanted to run was Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yes. Oh. Oh, yes. man. Did you see that one, Carrie? I know it sounds familiar. I'm going to have to Google it right now to make sure. Yeah. But so, I know. Uh, Silver, first thing, Silver Snakes is the only one, is the only team worth being. Everyone else sucks. <laughs> uh, purple Parrots, eat my ass. Oh, kiss my ass. Wow. Be a fucking Barracuda for all I give a shit. Oh, no. <laughs> no everyone Silver, hated the Barracudas. Of course, because they always lost. But the Silver Snakes were fan-goddamn-tastic. <laughs> Uh, you guys definitely remember this way more than I do. I did watch this, but I do not remember any team names. How the hell you guys remember that? Because it was the first it was the first sports team you ever had as a child. <laughs> <laughs> like, what team um, are you going to represent? 
Excuse me, I was Canadian. You're born liking a hockey team. Okay, first thing. First thing. <laughs> F hockey. Second thing. Oh, um, fighting words. Fighting words. Uh, I will this, pull your shirt over your head. God damn it, Lamar. I never understood why that was a goddamn uh, winning thing. Okay, but I wanted to bring this up because which one did you like, uh, Brian? The Purple Parrots? Purple Parrots has 21 wins. 10 less than my Silver Snakes with 31. Wow, you're really looking wow. up the stats? Yes, because it's can't sports! They, have stats. <laughs> they do have stats. Um, but we all lose to the Red Jaguars. Let's just be honest. Uh, they have 34. But, so are um, there like fantasy, like hidden temple groups, like kind of fantasy football, but it was like fantasy... You know, if this thing ran nowadays, I bet you could do a fantasy <laughs> draft because it, it was all eliminations down to the last team. So it was always it started with six, then four, then two for like two rounds. And then it was the final team who had to run through this temple and then get molested by adults if they went into the wrong room. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, the um, Temple Guardians, right? The Temple Guardians, which oh, is the creepiest funny. son of a bitch on Earth. Because mm. uh, during the show, you had to collect these medallions to get free from getting molested. So what you was like, <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going to grab you, little boy. And it's like, medallions? Like, oh, next time. <laughs> so you're buying off the pedophiles, you're saying. Pretty much. <laughs> and you could earn more uh, metal, like like a half a metal and a half a metal in the actual yep. temple as well. Yep. It was like one and a half before you started the temple, and then grab one during the temple. Um, which is all dope. And the only thing you really need to know is that a three-piece monkey statue was the most confusing thing <laughs> in that entire thing. Uh, those kids only had to put a three-piece statue together of a monkey, and the pressure of them being on the show made it so it was impossible <laughs> for them to figure that shit out. <laughs> but some of them did. I mean, some it was it was rare, but sometimes they did go all the way, and that was always really cool. Oh yeah, and then they won something like a Nerf football. Nerf, blast your friends in the face. It's it. Oh god, those that was always the things too. Like, uh, you know. You win cash and prizes. Hey, have a new pair of Nikes, kid. Have a bicycle. <laughs> and then it was always like a fucking promo for the bicycle. Like, huffy bikes. When you need to huff and puff and blow your house down. <laughs> you know what's hilarious, Brian? You're probably not that far from one of the huffs. I, I feel like I'm not. <laughs> um, But the, I'm just going to keep going through shows right now. Until y'all come up with something. But the one... That I appreciated, but understood that I will never be physically fit enough to actually qualify to be on was the child version of American Gladiators called Nickelodeon Guts. I don't think I had that one. So I knew Guts, but I never actually watched Guts. Guts was one was the show for actual sport, like kids who did sports and had like agility and athletics. Uh, basically, it was hosted by a guy named Ma- Michael Malley. And these kids would do things like bungee jump and dunk a ball. They would run an, an obstacle course sideways. 
it it was it was insanity. They had to do they had to play football. It was American Gladiators for kids. The only thing they didn't have was opposition, like muscle bound opposition, ready to eat like wreck their shit. <laughs> but it was all nothing but sports related stuff. And then it's the same idea. It's like you win the love of your mother, the love of your mother. What well, all children want this Christmas. See, that's probably why I didn't watch it too much. It was I was super not really into sports at all as a kid. That would do it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a lot of people liked it. it. I was... The one I liked, and um, it was... It might have... Maybe it was Guts. I don't know. What was the one where they had to, to climb the crag? Was that Guts? That was Guts. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, I did watch Guts then. That was Guts. Mainly for climbing the crag. Dude, 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 you have it. That was guts. Oh yeah, that one was pretty cool. It but was. um, kind of thinking back to some of the weirder shows, you know, like because these were all cool, like game shows and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But there were some weird fucking shows, right? Mm-hmm. Example. Yeah. Wienerville. <sighs> don't know that one. So I don't remember it well. I think I, if I recall, this was very much the Stick Stickly era of oh, Nickelodeon. God. Oh, God. <laughs> and I want to say this show was on at like 3 p.m. or some bullshit hour. Um, but it was an entire show where most of the characters of the show were like marionettes or like puppets, you know, but with the head of a human. And it's as horrifying as it, it sounds. Um, but they also had the one of the best characters on any of these shows. And that was Boney, the puppet fucking like dinosaur it was like dinosaur bones. There's a character named Boney on a show called Wienerville. Yep. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking, <laughs> but the creator of the show is a guy named Mark Wiener. So I'm pretty sure that's why it's called Wienerville because he created or that, it. Or that was his excuse. I'm just yeah, That's wildly the excuse. Like, I don't know, but it was it was a weird show. But was I there a character named Woody it. on there, too? No. 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 But Brian, Nick. Nick in the early 90s didn't give a shit about like innuendos and shit like that because I want to bring your attention to a very famous show, a, a cartoon that got played in that was so raunchy that even us as children understood we should not be watching this. It was a lovely dog and a lovely cat named Ren and goddamn yes. Stimpy. Yes. That one is a classic, an absolute it classic. Is. But yeah. we should not have watched that as children. No. Oh, no, I was not allowed to. The no? only reason I... Oh, I had an older brother who was six years older. My parents learned. Ren and ah. not for children. And, um... Like, I remember my friend had a Stimpy doll that when he squeezed it, it farted. And, uh... <laughs> That's dope. It, it was amazing. Um, and... The only reason, though, I discovered Ren and Stimpy is because my cousin, my older cousin, she was a really big fan of it. And she had, like, different shirts in her closet and, like, posters up in her wall. So whenever I went over there, I'd see this hilarious, to me as a kid, just hilarious content. And I'd be like, I want to watch this. My parents are just like, yeah, hmm, we need to talk to your cousin. (laughs) And there were some classic characters that came out of that, like Powder Toast Man. You went so high, your mic actually was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the person and who needed to hear it. 
And of course, one of the one of the things that you just once you've seen the show, you never forget is the log song. <laughs> God damn yeah. Now that's going to be my head. <laughs> it's log. It's log. It's, log, it's big. It's, it's heavy. It's, heavy. it's wood. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so. It's log. It's log. It's better than bad. It's good. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, happy, happy, joy, joy. If yeah. You want to get a song? Oh, of course. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> I think that that really triggered a lot of our dark humor as children. Seeing uh, Ren bash his head in with the helmet to get the, bash his head in with the hammer to get the helmet off while smiling as brightly as possible. Happy, 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 happy. I think I feel like that did inform my entire personality going forward because I feel like that's me every single day. Everyone with a corporate job right now is like, happy, happy, happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go throttle this cat for a second. Give me, a second. Give me some time. That's that's no. also me every day. <laughs> no, I have to give props to one TV show because, like, by the time I discovered a lot of these, I was already past the age where I'd kind of appreciate it more. But there, there's a couple on this list, actually. But one in particular, because I love character designer or original character designer for this um he's very talented but i'm of course talking about danny phantom you see of course like that should have been obvious to anybody it is so obvious anyone you know who knows good taste uh so neither of you but some of our listeners out there um yeah but it's created by butch hartman butch hartman's responsible for uh a lot of good shows including cat dog uh fairly Ah. The Fairly Odd dog. Parents, Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah. He did uh, character design and animation for uh, the the 80s version of the Superman cartoon. Uh, like he's been involved with a lot. Yeah. What's really funny is like I love all of those things, except for maybe the Superman thing because I'm not familiar. But mm. Danny Phantom just never did anything for me. Oh, I don't know why it did, but I got really sucked into the story of it. And when it ended... I was so sad because I, I didn't know that was the end. I was like, oh, okay, now I'm just waiting for the next episode. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Life is disappointment. Life Firefly is sadness. That, okay. Uh, I, I'm betting that it's because Danny Phantom came on the, the, the crossroads of Nickelodeon watching. Like the old guard crossed over to the Cartoon Network at that time. And the Cartoon Network old guard went over to Nickelodeon about that time. So that, like, because Nick was starting to do a bit more teenage stuff. Like, Danny Fancy came out about the same time as thing the Rugrats All Grown Up started playing. We don't talk about All Grown Up. I, I you know what? I That I was the first time in my life where I was like, I wanted something so bad. And I hated, I hated it when it came here. Yeah. Because I remember <laughs> watching Rugrats. It's like, they're going to be so cool. It's like, kids my age. Like Tommy Pickles as a teenager and Angelica having to like grow as a person, and it's like, no, let's just make everyone unlikable. Everyone's yeah. unlikable. <laughs> like, no, this is exactly how I'm feeling right now about this Inuasha revival. Like, it's like it's something I've wanted so badly, and I'm so happy that it's being talked about again. But the more I learn about what they have planned for it, the more I, I hope just you love your Boruto remake. I really hope you like the Boruto remake. <laughs> they're gonna fuck those kids up <laughs> oh god yeah it's all it's already anyways yeah but yeah no butch hartman big 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 fan of like a lot of the work he does i follow him on youtube he's really really entertaining to watch actually but uh the work he did with danny phantom i don't know like it 
there's still like a small hope, but I know it will never happen because I don't think he has the rights to it. But yeah, I, of bringing it back. Yeah, I'd like I, you know even if it was like a one of those special movies, just something, <sighs> just to something to kind of like. I know it kind of got resolved, but not resolved. You know, it was one of those endings, from what yeah. I remember. It's been a while, but yeah, I just I would like one of those full length kind of like special episodes or movies or something just to be like here you go oh you guys did you guys did get kind of shafted in the last season so i thought danny phantom was a four season it's only apparently three and your first two seasons you had 20 episodes but the last one only had 13 that's right you did get shafted there yeah that was just priming you for growing up and watching all your favorite (laughs) shows never get resolution oh it's true i'm looking at you santa clarita diet uh, did that not get a resolution? No. Nope. Just ended. Wow. Just it was a huge season three cliffhanger that was going to be awesome. And they're like, yeah. yeah, we're not bringing it back. Thanks, Netflix. Yeah, thanks, Netflix. Well, you still have iZombie. Nope, that's done. What? God yep. damn it. Yeah, Netflix. <laughs> apparently, there's a three season trend that Netflix has. Oh, no, iZombie was a CW show. Oh, that's right. That's true. Yeah. Um,. But back to back to the topics at hand, you know what I realized uh, watching Nick growing up is that I had an appreciation for like slice of life animation shows, which I, I I don't think I really stuck with me as I grew up. But at the time, like shows like Doug or Hey Arnold, you know, that weren't like super silly or crazy or anything like that, but they were just entertaining and they were, I guess, maybe because they were relatable, except for... uh, (laughs) <laughs> I will. I got to give a shout out to Doug's Patty Mayonnaise because <laughs> I cannot hear the term Mayonnaise Mama and not think of Patty Mayonnaise. Oh, wait. Mayonnaise Mama is a thing. It's a term people use. It's a term. Not I'm pretty Canada. sure I heard of it in, I've is... heard it in songs mostly. Oh, yeah, no. It's full of decent people. So we're mm. <laughs> down here with America now. Never call me a mayo mama, please. No, like, God, no. Again, I can't think of that. I can't hear <laughs> that term without thinking of Patty Mayonnaise. Also, a mayo mama. Oh, that's that's. You know that yeah. rolls off the tongue better than mayonnaise well, mama. I'm so glad that we only have a few fans because the fiction would be deep. After that. <laughs> oh God. Um, I love I love Doug was so awesome. Because the only outlandish character, there was two completely ridiculous characters. Skeeter. Skeeter yep. and um, Roger. Yep. Yes. Um, but, like, I, I hate to bring this up every time, but it was actually really interesting, like, projecting my ethnicity on these characters of various color cues. Um, you mean green? No. Uh, I The blues are black people. Skater, his man. Skater was. Well, you said various hues, so I was. Various hues, yeah. yeah. Uh, Roger, I just thought was like a, a hillbilly. I never, I never claimed him. He, uh, he <laughs> very much felt like white trash. I hate to yeah. say it. Yeah, he was very much white trash. Um, I think Doug. I'm trying to remember his parents, but I think Doug was the only straight up white or peach colored person. Well, Patty was kind of orangish. Patty was Hawaiian, I think. Was she? I don't know. Uh, I don't was, know. I, I, With the I last think... name mayonnaise, like shouldn't be like Patty Pineapples or something like that. Yeah, I don't. 
I think yeah. Her, her dad was in a wheelchair, also orange skin, and also blonde hair. So I think they're Pacific Islander of some sort. But they, no one ever said anything. No one ever said anything about ethnicity on Doug. You know the only thing they said? <laughs> Fucking uh, Daylight Kung Fu. Goddamn the Beats. Is that what they're doing? Oh called? yeah, the Beats. B e t s. It was like their favorite band was the Beats. Yep. Yes. Uh, Quail Man, Silver Surfer. That's the only things that they ever. <laughs> nope, that's the wrong name. That's Silver <laughs> Surfer. What did they it change was, it to? Um, so it would be. Um, um, uh, they did something so copyright. Silver Skateboarder? A silver something. I feel like silver it was a Silver Skateboarder. Or, or Silver Skater or something like that, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> silver Skater. It was just Silver oh, Skater. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Yes. I'm going to have to disagree with you, though, on this. Um, no, I'm not saying it's like an awful show. Um, it, I was never really into slice of life kind of stuff. I, I'm still really not into slice of life, slice of life anime or any things like that. I think it's because, like, I get enough life. You know, like, <laughs> when I sit down and I watch a show, I want it out there. I want it something beyond reality. I, I I, yeah, I have enough reality in my everyday life. I don't need it in my TV shows, and I don't want to watch teenagers have drama. Like, see, it's just... see, for me, Doug was like another reality because everyone was pretty much well adjusted. <laughs> I mean, that's actually pretty fair. <laughs> I wasn't really used to that, and I was like, oh, this is how normal people handle things. This is what a full family is. This is awkward. <laughs> um,. What I want to point out, though, is the other one you touched on, which was um, Hey Arnold. Um, with Helga. With hey Helga. Helga. Now, I, lo- I love Hey Arnold so much because it was the first, it was my first view into like, this is the New York that I give a shit about. Fuck friends. I want to go to <laughs> Hey Arnold's New York and like stuff like that. But they also, Hey Arnold, Doug had maybe one or two of these, but Hey Arnold had some had some rough episodes. Yeah. They, they weren't they scary, but there was there was one episode where I, I wanna say I probably wanna mess this up, Mr. Chen or the, the Asian um the Asian tenant told his entire story about how he was running away from his homeland and had to give up his daughter to uh, a fighter pilot who and he hasn't seen her since he left at her as a baby. And then the whole episode was finding her again and seeing her alive as a teenager. And he thought he lost her forever. That was a deep episode. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, it yeah. was real. It was real. And it was deep <laughs> episodes because it wasn't like like sitcom deep, sitcom deep where it was like dealing with divorce. or I mean, which it dealt Will with Will Smith like that got too, shot. But, How mean, are we going to deal with this? Yeah, but it was like <laughs> shit like you wouldn't really think about. Like, you know, just... What makes a family? Yeah, like situations that you just wouldn't anticipate. Like that is who who covers that really? Like what show really dives into that? Much less, you know, a kind of like sticky uh, cartoon for kids. Yeah, I have to give props to Recess. They did address some pretty serious topics as That's well. True. Did yeah. Recess address serious? Because I lo- yeah. I loved Recess. Oh I yeah, even, I even went to see the movie at theaters. That was a mistake. It wasn't a good movie. But <laughs> um, the rest of Recess, I really liked. I didn't. I don't know what they tackled. 
Uh, like one that I can just remember off the top of my head is because um, there's things that like don't really uh, get addressed that children have to deal with in some cases. And it was the small military brat kid. What was his name? Oh, uh, duh. Uh, Gus? Gus. I think that was it. Uh, he, you know, moved around a lot and had, you know, different schools. And there was the possibility that he was going to have to move again and have to right. say goodbye to all of his friends. And it was a really touching episode. And of course, in the end, he got to stay and everything like that. But it just kind of addressed, you know, topics that you usually don't see on kid shows. Yeah, that, something you know, that you... Ren and Stimpy definitely wouldn't cover. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like things that their viewers can sit there and relate with, you know, like, oh, shit. Yeah, like that's something I went through. And that's cool that I'm seeing that on TV. Now, there's an elephant in the room, and it's a very... It's it it's arguably the most famous thing to ever come out of Nickelodeon. And I couldn't stand it when it first started, and I still can't stand it today. Mm. In fact, it actually just came up at work today uh, with a, a driver from one of the other stores uh, who was asking me if I like this show. And I said, not a fucking chance. And that is SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. On a base level, I probably would appreciate the humor of that show because it's it's kind of zany. It's a little wacky. It's it's very much like, hey, look at my left hand while I poke you in the eye with the right. Like, right. I can appreciate yeah. that shit. I cannot get past SpongeBob's fucking voice. Yeah. The voice alone ah. just makes the show seem so fucking stupid that I just can't. I just can't do it. And I get it's popular and I know. People love it. I know this is a very unpopular opinion, but I cannot get that fucking show. Yeah. So SpongeBob has been around so long that I, I don't, I don't want to say I'm like a big SpongeBob fan, but I've watched enough episodes over a period of time where I can say that it's changed. Uh, Poor Tom Kennedy in his voice. Uh, He was the mayor of Townsville, but this is his most famous voice (laughs) he's ever done. Um, but um, I understand not liking SpongeBob in the beginning because the first season didn't find a stride for a while. Uh, and the latest episodes of SpongeBob, they've decided to dial Patrick and SpongeBob's stupidity up to a max. Um, but somewhere in the first, mid to late first season, second season, third season, um, Especially the band episode where Squidward tries to make a band and then fails terribly and then they do that sweet victory song. Love that shit. But um it it, it got it got better, but if you didn't jump on the bandwagon early, it was it's not worth it. Um, but did his voice ever change? Yes. Um, not enough. Kind of the same way that like Simpsons' voices changed over time. Uh huh. So in Family Guy, so yes, but mm. it's it's less heavy on the vibrato, the <laughs> but it's still high pitched and kid like. So I don't think it's gonna it's it's not nothing got fixed for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I can't even get to the humor because I'm so distracted by the fucking voice. Everyone's voice, everyone's voice in that show is dialed up to a million. Like, Squid, Squidward is all knows. Sandy Cheeks is mm-hmm. the most Texan woman you've ever heard. 
Um, Mr. Krabs is a pirate. Like everyone's voice <laughs> is just what, what, what stereotype can we do with this, this particular character model? Let me ask this because you've watched the show way more than I ever have or will. Mm-hmm. Mr. Krabs has yeah. a has a. I hesitate to say little girl, but he has a daughter. His <laughs> daughter named Pearl. Oh, who's a whale? Who's a big old whale? Please what? explain. How did Mr. Krabs have a daughter named Pearl, who is a whale? Full whale. Full whale. Full blooded whale. Not like a whale with like. A little claw sticking out of like her side. Yeah, no, no, full whale. Uh, mostly head, by the way. Uh, <laughs> regular size body. Is that, is that how you end up with a daughter that's a whale? Mostly head. Um, how did that happen? Uh, I will answer that question. Like, does uh, it explain it in the show ever? No. <laughs> okay. No. Because that's we the only thing I want to know out of that show. We don't even that's... know what's in a Krabby Patty. Like, right now, the question is why is Mr. Krabs selling Krabby Patties? Is it people, Mr. Krabs? Is it Soylent Green? Is it the other crabs that we haven't seen in the show? Because oh there's God. Larry the Lobster. There aren't Mr. other cla- crabs in the show, are there? Oh my God. It is Mr. Krabs, and that is it. It is Larry the Lobster. Those are two different things. <laughs> is there a Mary the Lobster, too? Um, uh, uh, No, but Larry is a uh, bodybuilder from, quote-unquote, like Venice Beach. So I don't think he wants Mary the Lobster. So, you know, I don't. Does he want Harry the Lobster? I mean. I'm not trying to judge his lobster lifestyle. I'm not, I'm just, I'm not, ju- I'm not judging his lobster lifestyle here, but I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. There is I guess no what I'm Mary getting the, at is, is there another lobster? There's no, there's no other lobsters that I have seen. Hmm. So you got a show. You got one crab. You got one lobster. You got one sponge. One starfish, I'm assuming, right? So far, one starfish. One squid. No. No? So, there is a private community of Squidward-like people. So, Squidward decides to leave his neighborhood and move into a private neighborhood full of people just like himself. Which is just different (laughs) Squidwards. And the whole episode is him going like, I love this, I love this. I, Okay, this is getting monotonous. And then, oh, this is boring. This is boring. Wait, so you're trying to say if everybody thought the same way and acted the same way and was always the same, that might get boring? And that, (laughs) in fact, the differences that we argue about on this show all the fucking time are what add the little zest and the spice to life that makes life fun and worth living? No, I said a squid got bored of doing the same thing all the time. I don't know where you got the rest of that shit from, Brian. Goddamn, it's just cartoons, Brian. (laughs) Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I again, I'm not a big fan of SpongeBob either. Never really got if, into if, it. If, mm. if you didn't jump on the bandwagon early to to absorb enough yeah, of it, yeah. I can't. I can't fault you for it because it's not something that I pursue now. If it's on, I'm not going to dodge it, but I don't pursue it. But um, like that's the thing is like even when it first came out, like I couldn't get into it, and I like I I saw the hype early. You know, like, oh, man, there's this this show, Spongebob. It's so great. And I'm like, is it, though? It's one of their... I mean, I understand, but it must be doing something right. It has been on for almost 20 years now. Holy fuck, it has been that long. 99. 99, good sir. 
So it has it's been on for over twenty years then. Because it's still going, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, twenty one years. Fucking bad. hell, math, math is bad. Twenty one years and still going strong. Uh, right now they're kind of getting into that same that same pattern that The Simpsons is. Is like despite the ratings, mm. it's still not worse enough to get a new show in there. So just keep pumping out this one. <laughs> No, no, you know you've made it big as a TV show if there is a porn parody of it out there somewhere. And oh, there is a Spongebob. So yeah. many. And so they're all many. creepy. All right? of them. All of them creepy. I don't yeah. want to see Squidward in this. Never have seen a Squidward. I've seen, never mind. Um, Once again, the good things are fan numbers are limited right now because the, the, the parodies and the fiction parodies. Between the Miss Mayonnaise and Squidward's, Aww. I don't know what to do with this. Your mother listens to this show, Carrie. Yeah, hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Just talking about porn parodies, which you might not know what that is. Ask Kyle. He'll love to explain it. Oh, that's dirty. <laughs> Good luck, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dirty, um, I... I kind of, I kind of wonder, should Avatar: The Last Airbender be considered a cartoon or an anime? I believe so. That's kind of the question about it because isn't it Western made? It is. It's Nickelodeon yes. made. So it technically, yeah. it would be considered a cartoon then. That yes. Apparently, that's the only differentiating the differentiating thing between cartoon and anime is just. Yeah, but then but, with that argument, like, what's Ruby? Because it's made by Rooster Teeth. In Austin, Texas. Ruby is a fucking cartoon. legend. They are on their own. They are winners. But Avatar has like every everything else about Avatar points anime. Like the art direction, yeah. the story, the, how the story goes. Um, the only thing that the Avatar doesn't do is transform every episode. So <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to unlock the heart of the cards in order to win against Seto Kaiba. But Everything else, but you could say the same thing about other than subject matter. You could say the same thing about the Boondocks on the Cartoon Network because it's animated the exact same way as an. Oh anime. yeah, yeah. Um, but the story lines is different. But um... yeah, I don't know. I don't have really anything to say about Avatar beyond is it an anime? Because <laughs> it's just it was another one of those things that, like again, I get it's it's super popular. I actually don't have anything against the show. It just never really caught my interest. Well, uh, big, big hype on the Internet. Avatar is now on Netflix. So if you've not yes, watched it, it, you can catch up on it. And boy, um, I could. I got to I, I got to say, there's not a lot on this list that honestly, I would tell a person you should probably watch this to round out your geekdom. But Avatar The Last Airbender, you should probably watch to round out your geekdom bit. You do not have to watch Korra. You can Agreed. if you want. Um, it is not as good, no matter how many people try to tell me it is. Right. But um, the original Avatar, because it does that thing that all good cartoons have. It's funny in parts. It's action in parts. But mm -hmm. it also has some of the most wholesome content I've ever seen. Uh, it has the best character arc uh, I've seen of a character, period. Zuko goes through the best character yeah. arc from start to finish I've ever seen hands down like I would put that like up Dan in the competition Danny Zuko from Greece <laughs> yes, yes yeah 
Actually, kind of. He learns the grease lightning technique from Uncle Iroh <laughs> to defeat his demons. You're not wrong. <laughs> Is his love interest Sandra D? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, what's her name? Well, I'm, I can't remember. Because I think her last name is something like G or G, uh, Z. Well, I that's not a so. D, though. No, it's not. But it's very close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, close enough to make you have to stop and think. It is. It is. Uh... Well, while you're looking that up, uh, I was kind of thinking about some of the other shows. And we haven't really touched on too many of the zany ones. But uh, Kablam! immediately comes to mind as one of the fucking weirdest shows on there. Don't know what that is. Kablam? So I remember it being, yeah, Kablam. It was like Kablam. something in June. Um, fuck. I can't remember their names, uh, but it was just like weird, like... Henry. What? Henry in June. Ah, uh, Henry, yes. But it was like this weird, like, slapstick animated show, which was kind of really ahead of its time, considering when it came out, which was, uh, I want to say... I think it came out like mid nineties, right? And yeah. it was kind of like it was kind of like Cartoon Chicken before there was Cartoon Chicken, honestly. Actually, but for kids, yeah. that's kind of what it reminds me of. Because it, honestly, it really wasn't that much of animation other than the quote unquote host of it. The hosts were animated, but all the shows about it were um, like motion capture and shit. Yeah, action characters. Um, Melty, Melt, Melt, uh, Melt McGee, and then Prometheus uh, and Bob, the fucking caveman and alien. So creepy. And then uh, Action League now. Yes, that was the shit. Oh, they had a big naked Thor looking motherfucker in there. What the hell? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. It was like it was honestly like I would not be shocked to find out that uh, Cartoon Chicken. Right. That's what that show is called. The Seth Green joint. Uh, robot. Chicken. Robot chicken. Robot chicken. I was close. Yeah. You're uh, very close. But I wouldn't be shocked shocked to find out that uh, Robot Chicken was, at the very least, inspired by Kablam. Oh, I I put money on it. Honestly, I'd put money on it because it's almost, other than the very fact it's 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 a uh, Kablam was a longer it's longer episodes and stuff like that, and not as pop culturey. It's almost the same exact type of humor. Yeah. Um. And it was it was nerd humor before nerd humor was popular because they made fun of G. Most of it was making fun of GI Joe. Uh, oh yeah. Actually yes. now and then melt. I forgot what that one melt guy was. Um. Carrie, they had one one segment where it was just this guy's superpower was melting, <laughs> and he solved <laughs> so much things by getting hit with a blowtorch and continue. It they just used the same. G.I. Joe action figure and melted it over and over again. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Did you guys have... I have to ask, because this might be a Canadian show. Did you guys have Sticking Around? No. Sticking around. no. Oh, no. To this day, like, the theme song for this show can get stuck in my head. And it's, like, this really weird animation style. It's really rough and it's kind of sketchy and very weird. It was a very, very odd show, but I loved it. There's this one character, Stanley, I can't remember what his name, uh, but he always spoke really loud and he'd just come up and be like, Hey, you guys! Wait, so he's uh, the dude from fucking Goonies? Yeah, pretty much. Sloth. Sloth, yeah. I mean, pretty much kind of like always screamed everything he talked and 
yeah, I see a picture of him the second I Google this. And yeah, it was just a really weird, addictive show. That was just, yeah, it was out there. And I'm sad that you guys don't know what it is. Yeah, I feel like that's got to be Canadian. It has to be. Did you guys, speaking of creepy shows, I don't know. Do you guys have Angela Anaconda? Yes. Yes. Creepy. I think that was part of uh, Kablam. Was it? Or it was like spun off from Kablam or something. I, I, I think like that was, was a Cartoon related. Network show. Hold on. Uh, well, Angela Anaconda was. Nope. Nickelodeon. No, yeah, it, it was. A, it was part of Kablam. You're correct. Yep. Okay. Okay. Then I guess I knew part of it. Because, yeah, I remember Angela Anaconda and that like creep the shit out of me like it was just this like the constantly facing you cutouts of her head yes yep jesus not just like cutouts but like someone took a black and white photo and then cut you out and then added like color or colorful clothes and like doll clothes they look like little tiny doll it's just creepy it's just all over creepy and i don't absolutely creepy you know, now that I think about it, Kablam actually scared the shit out of me most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I, I fought through it just to watch Prometheus and Bob, but most of these sketches scared the living shit out of me. I, I believe it. If it's anything like Angela Anaconda, yeah. I can I can only imagine there's 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 two Angela Anacondas in the world. There's this this animated cardboard cutout, and then again, there's the porn version. Oh, safe search no. on, safe search on, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Harry's mom, safe search on. Mm. Uh. Oh my god. Um, we we have to talk about we have to talk about Rugrats. Yeah, of I mean, I know we we've talked about it recently, but that was a fucking good show. It was, yeah, it was, it was the dopest show I've ever watched as a kid, and they did some wild shit with those characters, and I I just can't yeah. believe it. And um, they had a pretty decent Nintendo sixty four game too. <laughs> Oh my remember god! When, they, remember when cartoons always got a goddamn video game? Yep. Even Looney mm-hmm. Tunes, Tiny Tunes got a goddamn cartoon. Oh, uh, excuse video game. me. I had a Michael Jackson video game. Moonwalker. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. We had to, like moonwalk. Like your main attack was like moonwalking or something. Yeah, you had to save little children that were in the closet. Oh, you Actually, had wasn't that one. the game's name was Moonwalker. Moonwalker. I think so. Yeah. There was, was two for the Michael Sega. Jackson games. There was yep. one where you had to save kids, and then there was one where you beating the shit out of people in the streets. Yeah, I remember, like, yeah, I just remember saving children from the closet and, like, throwing my hat and doing a little fancy dance. Yep. Like, <laughs> that, that goddamn game must have been annoying after five minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> him going, woohoo, woohoo, woohoo. I was like, Michael, shut the up. I swear to God. Um... I- yeah, like Ren and Stimpy got a game. Yeah, uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life games sucked, but I played it. <laughs> uh, that was Aria back Monsters. when. That was back. Yeah, that was back when Blockbuster was a thing, and I missed that so much. I miss Blockbuster. Yes. I do too. I might, I might bring that shit back if I'm if I'm crazy. Like, yeah. hey, just come to my store, pick up a game for a weekend, bring the shit back, have a good day. And have popcorn there too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And Mike and Max. Yes. 
God, snap. God, we're old. That's a very old <laughs> wish that we just said. I really wish they'd bring back the toots and the hip-hop down by the soda bar. <laughs> I miss silent movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They talk too much now. I miss silent podcasts. Oh, those were the things. <laughs> I miss podcasts. I, I remember back in the day, you should listen to the grass and the wind. Sometimes the crickets would talk to you. They say, hey, a- All Real Monsters was a good show. <laughs> kind of creepy. And the punishment were People who loved All Real Monsters are probably the BDSM kids right now. No, I'm not I a BDSM your, kid. I love that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's light and then there's love. I mean... That's fair. Okay. Yeah. If it you, was a great if you, show, though. It was. It was. Like, um, the designs of the characters was so fucking off-putting. Like, the fucking... Uh, was it Crumb? Was he Crumb? the one that... That holds his eyes in his hands with his yep. fucking hairy ass arms. Oh god! How do you people <coughs> remember names? I don't know. It literally just came I, to me. I don't know why I have the name Ipkiss in my head. Because uh, Ipkiss was the red dude. Okay, that was his name. Yeah. What's weird the is because Scaly Ipkiss is the name of uh, Jim Carrey's character, Jim Carrey's character in The Mask. So I was confused. Yeah, Ipkiss, and uh, I forget what the girl's name was. The like one, the black and white Ipkiss. Like, uh, Oblina. Oblina, that was it. Yep. I struggled to remember my phone number, but these bastards can remember <laughs> fucking TV show names from decades ago. Hey, don't hate, hell. appreciate. I can't remember people's birthdays, but I can remember Crum and Ipkiss. <laughs> hey, you know, it's um, what's important to you. <laughs> here's a weird. Here's a weird. Oh, she's. Oh. Oh, well, that's sad. Um, the voice actors of Oblina unfortunately passed away in 2014, uh, three days before Christmas, which is even worse. Wow, that sucks. But uh, before I found all that sad news, I found out that she was a member of the Church of the Latter-day Saints. Oh, hey. Okay. Yeah. Which is weird because she did this show. <laughs> I mean... Got to oh. pay the bills. I don't care where I you guess. pray. I guess so. And I bet you the Church of Latter Day Saints love their fucking tithe. I just, you're not, you know, you've said a lot of wrong things in your life. That's not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she was. Whoa. Sorry, I found out that Oblina. No, this can't be right. Yes, Oblina also played Chucky Fenster. What? Also what? played Dexter in the first two seasons. Huh. Huh. Yeah, uh, I... Huh. <laughs> well, the church was really loving their tithes then. <laughs> yeah, she was Chucky Fenster. And then... Dexter from Dexter's Lab. She has fucking range then because those are three very different characters. Yeah, wildly different characters. She was Goslin Mallard in Darkwing Duck. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we lost one of the most influential female voice actors of my childhood in 2014. Holy crap. 
And well, I, you know what? I, I I guess I'll point out that kind of says a lot about the talent that was behind these shows that we don't know any of their names. Oh no, mm-hmm. voice acting back then was not as um, well. Not knowing who the voice actors are was not as important back back yeah. then as it is now, thanks to Weebs uh, deciding to embrace more uh, Japanese culture because Japanese people treat voice actors like straight up celebs and shit. Well, you know what? At least weebs are doing something right. This is mm-hmm. true. Not all the time, but every once in a while. <laughs> Even a broken weeb is right twice a day. <laughs> Tim Curry apparently did a voice for All Real Monsters yeah. as well. I do remember that. Yes. Uh, he played he someone named Zimbo. He did a lot of voices for... Yeah. Um, animation anime and stuff like yeah. that. animation i think him and patrick stewart are two of the most identifiable voices like patrick stewart has to be the luckiest voice actor on earth patrick <laughs> can you just talk for me yeah sure right <laughs> just talk normally it doesn't matter what kind of character it is don't worry patrick just fucking, yeah. fucking go <laughs> oh speaking of tim curry wild thornberries Oh yeah, that's uh, right. Wait, was he was he Nigel? Yes. Yeah. Fuck, I did literally didn't put that together till you just said. Speaking of Nigel yeah. Thornberry, good sir. Uh, wild. Yeah, and I was a little too old to really, I think, appreciate when I first kind of came across that show. I, so I only watched it because I knew that one, Tim Curry was Nigel Thornberry, and two, Donnie was Flea. From the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What? Oh, shit. Yes. Oh yeah. Donnie. It was actually free. Oh, oh my god. god. Yes. Talk about some random bullshit right there. <laughs> Dude, like people, I don't know what happened to Nick because they were on top, at least for me, for many years. But they had some fire talent and some fire shows for a long, long, long ass time. Um, and they had the pull to do it at the time. Yeah, um, there's actually, uh, I feel like there was an episode of Knockback with Colin Moriarty and Dagan Moriarty when I think I'm pretty sure they did a deep dive of Nickelodeon, kind of like what we're doing now, but a little their their shows a lot different than what we do. Um, but I feel like they discussed a lot of what happened with Nickelodeon and kind of why it was the way it was and kind of how it ended up now. It's a really good listen. Um, if I find the episode number, I'll, I'll link it in the description. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, they, they really, I feel like the nineties was Nickelodeon's heyday. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just what the fuck happened? You know, you had shows like, are you afraid of the dark? All that, uh, you know, fairly odd parents, Rugrats, kablam, Angry Beavers, Wild Thornberries, Cat Dog, Rocco's Modern Life. You had Ren and Stimpy and Rocco's Modern Life, two absolute classics. Oh, and, yeah, so much mm-hmm. that they brought Rocco back for a season on Netflix. Yeah. And they brought Ren and Stimpy back, too, I think on uh, fucking yeah. what network? Uh, was it? Nope, not the main. Uh, it was the Dude Show. Spike TV? No, it wasn't Spike TV. I, I know they... They definitely brought it back. It was way raunchier than it was before. <laughs> they lost all subtlety. Before. Yeah. And I think they might even be bringing it back again. I'm not sure. Billy West is still alive, so might as well. 
He's not doing Futurama <laughs> or Jet or uh, Billy West did so many people. I just can't forget. You know what I think happened to Nickelodeon though? Um, taking a look at its Wiki, uh, Wikipedia page, Nickelodeon expanded to almost everything. They had three. They had four different channels. So they had Nick Tunes, Nick Junior, Teen Nick. Nick Rewind, Nick Music, TV Land. Don't forget, TV Land, when Nickelodeon turned off at 8 o'clock, is yep. still Nickelodeon. Yep. Which is a sentence that I remember I had to say. Nickelodeon turned off. You kids don't understand how amazing that is. And that's that where SNCC was such a thing, because it was uh, on till 10. Give us another two hours mm-hmm. on Saturday. Yep. Oh, my God, TV Land. That's a, that's another that's another topic we can I don't know if we can discuss it, but that's another topic I could discuss about of Dick Van Dyke, uh, the Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, Let me just pop on my fucking depends and and grab my insurer and we'll have that. Hey, discussion. don't act like don't act like <laughs> I love Lucy wasn't the shit. Okay, the first yeah. mixed race couple, one of the first mixed race couples in modern television. It was so uh, controversial that they had to made them. When they had to sleep in the same bed, they made them sleep in two different beds. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, they were good shows. Um, but you know, I don't know if I'm I'm ready to do that. Maybe once I drink my prune juice, I'll be ready to have that conversation. We'll do we'll do this when you wake up at six o'clock in the morning. Okay? <laughs> we'll go down to the uh, senior citizen center, get some issue some decaf coffee. Yeah, Nick had a magazine. They had a radio. They made movies. Something went left. Something went left hard. And we were left with not great cartoons or content. But mm-hmm. I, you know what I think it was? I think they started to sanitize their shit. Because if you like look at the 90s, Nick, they were, they were shows on... I mean, again, Rin and Stimpy, for instance, that just gave no fucks. That were not appropriate, that were edgy, that were funny, uh, with gross out humor, toilet humor, off color jokes, like shit that you just can't get away with today. And I feel like they kind of were trying to sanitize themselves to really make it for, you know, like a channel for kids. Maybe seeing some of the stiff competition with like Cartoon Network and, and things of that nature popping up. I don't really know, but, you know, it's it's almost like there was a talent drain or their values changed or something, but they just stopped. I don't know. They just stopped giving us the content that we wanted. I don't uh, I don't want to open up this can of worms, but it, something happened in late 90s, early 2000s, where across the board, there was a cleanup of television visuals and feelings and stuff like that um, as parents started paying attention to what new technology does and what new technology is presenting, mm-hmm. especially now that they, because once the internet became more popular uh, as a home device, then it became, okay, what's your kids doing on the internet? And then what are your kids watching on television when you're not paying attention? Like helicopter and parenting kicked on about that time, which means that all these places that are going to kids pertaining to, Kids and young adults had to clean up so many things. Um, good, better, and different. I think that's just what happened. But well, that's what uh, I mean. I'm, you know, it's not even a judgment call. It's just that the content changed. 
It did. Yeah. Um, and I feel bad, man. Um, now we have to hope that the potheads over in Adult Swim pick up some of these. <laughs> I would love to see some of these be rebooted. I, you know what? I would love, like, so all that originally was kind of like the teen version of Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, 90s all that is better than current day Saturday Night Live any day of the fucking week. Yes. Yeah. Saturday yeah, Night, yeah. Saturday Night I can't, Live I can't forgot how to tell there. a fucking joke. Like, it hasn't been funny in years. Saturday Night Live is, is going... Saturday Night Live has this thing where they have to go through a few waves of new talent before they find their main crew again. Because Saturday Night Live goes many years before they find like their new Andy Sandbergs or their new Will Ferrells or their new Chris Farley's. Like they go through years before they find the new it guy. So that's where they are right now. But they've been like that for years though. It's been a while since they had a, a new like a really good talent pool. Oh yeah, I think Andy Sandberg dropped years ago. But um yeah they just don't have another they just don't have another breakout star. They don't even have a ladies man. What was his name? Um, this character was a ladies man. He basically was a radio pimp disc jockey thing. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, if you don't remember him, <laughs> no, I um, just I'd like to see. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see a, a comp- some competition for Saturday Night Live as the premier skit mm-hmm. show. So bring back fucking all that with all adults. Well, they they brought back all that with kids. It is. I said with adults. I know. Um, maybe I I personally think Mad TV should try again. Yeah, Mad yes. TV was good. Mad TV should try again. But uh, if we want to bring it back to the subject, can an adult? I don't know if Nickelodeon would ever do that though. No, probably not. They have, they have the. We, I mean, all the uh, not all, most of the old cast members. Not even most. A few of the old, all that cast members that haven't been doing much is actually part of the new reboot of all that, playing rebooted characters of their old stuff. Canadians actually had a version of SNL. I don't know again <laughs> if you guys had it over here. It was very similar anyways. Uh, one of those skit kind of like shows. It was called the Royal Canadian Air Farce. Nope. I thought you were going to say Kids in the Hall. <laughs> no, yeah. but also do that one good. too. Yeah. But no, this was um, very silly humor. Uh, kind of like SNL. And that is not a name you can remember though off like the top of your head. Like <laughs> Royal Canadian Air, Air Farce. And to force Royal Canadian Air Farce. Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's why it's meant for Canadians and not Americans. But it's such a it's a polite joke. That's the problem, Carrie. Yeah. It's such a pol- the Royal Canadian Air Force. Yeah, like they could have taken it just <laughs> at least one step further and gone all the way and said the Royal Canadian Air Farts. Yeah, that one uh, I remember. Yeah, no, we don't need to resort to fart humor. Yeah, apparently. Sorry if like most Americans don't know what a farce is, but. We know what a yeah. farce is. We just know that that's a stupid I, fucking no, name. No, I said most Americans. I, you know, I'm sure you're part of the small percentage who do know. But just because we don't need to know two languages to to get around our country doesn't mean we don't know 
English. Excuse God me. I know English and I know bad English, as Bruce Willis said. Also, to be fair, Lamar, we really need to know English and Spanish living in Southern California. Um, you know what? As a person who had to hire uh, certain people to help me move, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, Carrie? I do want to have, I do want us to do a podcast where we have to talk about Canadian stuff. <laughs> Just where all we Canadian have, stuff. Just nothing but Canadian stuff. And where I would me do and Brian that. have to go. I have no idea what to talk about. Okay, you know what? We're gonna get my friend Sam then, because like <laughs> I need another Canadian with me. <laughs> this isn't fair. So we're gonna find another Canadian. We're gonna have them join us in this then, because I'm not going one on two. So here's here's what we should do. We should do an episode where Carrie brings up a bunch of Canadian shit, and we try to guess what it is before she yes. tells us. Ooh. Ooh, I like it. So if you told me the Royal Canadian Air Force without any things, it's like, is it the guys who fucked up the planes? <laughs> is, it the, is it the guys who, who failed? I mean, there's probably a skit about it. So, I mean... <laughs> Uh, wow, they were around for a while, 1973 to 2019. So yeah, they just ended. Oh my god, that's sad. Oh. Well, since since Carrie clearly has a bunch of homework to do before next week, that <laughs> that is all we have for for this week's Nerdy Point of View podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, who hung out with us today at the Nerdy Point of View podcast. As always, you can find the podcast on Twitter at NerdyPOV. That's at NerdyPOV. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you want to, uh, you know, tell us your your memories of Nick and uh, things you liked, the things you didn't like, uh, make sure to email us at nerdypovquestions at gmail.com. Get your inquiries read on the air. Uh, with that, I've been one of your hosts, Brian Penaloza. You can find me on Twitter at Captain Sugar Bear. That's at CPT Sugar Bear. Carrie, where are you on the Internet and what are you working on? You can find me on Twitter and DeviantArt under the name Shrieky, S-H-R-I-E-K-E-E. You can also find my special effects makeups that I do on Instagram under the name ShriekyFX. Uh, I'll be entering actually a Meron monster contest here soon. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, There's a big prize. Uh, you get products worth valued at $250. You also get published on all their social medias and they can use your image for advertising and stuff like that. So it gets your face out there. It gets you out there. Uh, so super excited just to participate in this. Uh, other than that, I have my D&D streams that I play on Soul Bear RPG. That's every other Monday and every other Tuesday. And I believe the every other Monday one starts at 7 p.m. Every other Tuesday game starts at 5 435. Four? <laughs> oh, yeah, somewhere between then. You know what? Come at four. Maybe I'll join you and we can sit for an hour and do nothing. Because that sounds awesome. Yeah. Alrighty, what Lamar. Hello, everybody. My name is Lamar, the con guy. That's L-E-M-A-R, the con guy. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch under all those same handles. I do so many podcasts. I do this podcast in every point of view with Mr. and Mrs. Penaloza. I also have the games that shaped us with Mr. Penaloza. We are missing one week. I highly apologize. Corrupted footage. Uh, but we'll be back uh, the following week with uh, telling, talking about games that shaped us, as well as the Grand Geekery uh, new podcast up recently. I also am a part 
of every goddamn D&D show that's on Soul Bear RPG. So every other Monday, every other Tuesday, and every single Wednesday, I am playing either a buffoon, an angry Texan, or uh, a pimp. That's all I do. Um, also, I, 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 I scream sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that, I believe we are out. I don't think you any of you know what you're doing anymore. 